Frank All right. Hansen. Yeah. No. Ooh, that's one of them friendly years. That's a awful. Anytime you get a fr- oh good. Oh, I'm awful. You're a She's being nice. She's a sweetheart. Because I would have been like, hell no. Tamara oh. has. Oh Jesus. She has the voice oh. of an angel. Voice of an angel. Oh right. Um, with that being the case, this is officially, this is officially the kickoff of the re-recorded episode no. of Real Spiller Royale. Don't start it that way. Episode four. Yeah, we had. I, that's Mara the perfect. That's the perfect way to start like off. An um, we did have um, some technical difficulties. All right, I'm just be honest. I, I, you know, I fumbled. I fumbled the SD card. Um, so this is all presented by our family on Canal Street, recording right here at Canal Street Radio. Partnership with our listening party family. So make sure you follow them on Instagram and Twitter. And I have the beautiful ladies of the very first female. I will say this: the first female co-host superstar podcast I've ever put together. Ooh. We got Tamara in here. Hello. <laughs> She paused like, damn, is he talking about me? Yeah, no, it was just so beautiful. Like, oh, I my had God. to I had to make sure it was special because this is the re-recording. So I have to make sure that I up. have. Anything <laughs> yes. messed up, he can so, be like, all right, now I can so, say So, yeah. So now I got to sweet talk. I got to right, sweet talk. Right. I got to finesse well, this But now. you know what? We're, we're, it's okay because, you know, when you do something once. And, and we had a great conversation we yesterday. We most definitely did. Mm-hmm. We can do it again? We most definitely can, which we will. Um, and also, we have Miss Titlin in here. Hello. Hi, Miss Titlin. How are you? Miss Tits. I'm okay. No, I'm great. Thanks. For hey, you should me switch that. it. You should switch your Instagram name to Miss Tits. That'd be fire. Ooh. Yeah, but then there'll be more people. Like, do you do adult content? I mean, I feel like you're gonna get that anyway. You might as well just go ahead, embrace the name. You I know? thought you were gonna be like, go ahead and do some adult content. Oh, look! I, I look. I like, didn't want to be overly suggestive. <laughs> I, I didn't like, want to uh, over. <laughs> I don't think that's my field. <laughs> you remember her look, number one Google search, right? Yes, I do. Can Has can Freya Titlin ever been new? <laughs> Has Freya Titlin ever been new? How does that even happen? Like, what is it, that? It doesn't. I'm, I even wear clothes in the shower. Yeah, but I mean, how, how does that happen on? Okay, never knew. <laughs> oh, I said that you that never. Was, you I ever knew. see Arrested Development? No, I haven't seen Arrested. Just Google and never knew. Never knew. By Tobias. Flunke. But, like, do it when you're alone. Okay. <laughs> Don't do it on so the So, clearly, train. this is something that I'm probably going to regret that I did later no. after I do it. No. Oh, because you said do it alone. So, naturally, I'm thinking. You regret everything you do alone? No. I mean, usually when someone suggests that you do something alone that they give to you, it's probably you some shit that after? you don't want other people to know that you did. No, so, that's generally the, the pre-consensus I've with always that. wanted to go to the movie theater alone. That's that's on my I do list. That a lot. No, I but really no one ever said, that. no one ever said, yo, you should go see, um this particular movie but go alone mm. no one ever said that though that, that it's one thing to want to go to a little movie. uncomfortable exactly you yeah. see what i'm saying so you know you just got to make sure the preconceived thoughts all are out there so that way i know what to expect but it's still a surprise which is super dope mm. um but thank you for coming back actually um so let's highlight this again because i thought we touched on this and this is super important your podcast that you have um mm-hmm. and also your instagram following which kind of is all like in the same space kind of sort of mm-hmm. um but anyway so yeah you have a super super dope podcast thank you um entitled how to keep a boyfriend how to keep a man unbelievable unbelievable you couldn't get it right not only was i gassed when he texted us like how soon can you guys come back i was like i know she was like oh he likes us and it's like nah i messed up you gotta you lose the content you forget the content y'all ruined the setup the setup was for me to act like i never heard of it before so you can correct me and introduce me to it your podcast is genuine you are a genuine person no 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 we're not on the radio business right now this is a podcast That's why radio's dying. I was trying to, okay, all right, cool. Cats, cats out the bag, cats out the bag. 
Uh, but anyways, no, a reintroduction mm-hmm. to your podcast and also where people can um, follow it and uh, also follow you for sure. um, and keep in touch with you. And also you have a lot of fans, but still we still want to, you know, my I, people may not I, know. I don't so, like you know. the word fans. You have a lot of followers, admirers. I have friends. I feel like friends? if you follow me, we're friends. That that's what I like to say. I and hate. So, I don't like the word. That's the only reason fan. I'm here because I follow her. That's a. Th- oh, that, that, that's not it. a fact. I almost said that was a <laughs> no, fact. No, I. The, the, actually, fact. the way we became friends, she kidnapped me. It was a very dangerous experience. All right. So note to self: if you really want to get in her good graces, kidnap her. No, I'm just playing. No, I'm just playing. no, no because I'll be there. I'll be like, let me out. She took me to a basketball game. Double kidnap. She took me to a basketball game with all these old white men, and then she started screaming like profanities, and I'm like. I just like I sat three seats down and I'm like I just we were don't with know. we were with a friend and we were going to to see someone that we thought was a comical individual right and oh. he wasn't doing so well so I had oh. to he was five <laughs> foot two but he jumped Yo, like yeah. he he was very he I was, think he ended up going D one so was this yeah, a basketball yeah. show I mean was this a basketball game or a, a comedy game. show basketball you show? said he was going to see some, yeah I had to I had to merge the two she said it was Sports. supposed to be somebody who was supposed to be funny. And they yeah, turned out like not to be. Oh, I see why I said that. Yeah. Like, huh? like him as a person. Oh, <laughs> got you. All right. Well, that's cool, too. That was a long time ago. Oh. Wow. But anyways. But yes, I am the host and the creator of the How to Keep a Man podcast. Don't let the title scare you. I don't. Th- the moment people hear that, they're just like a female. Say what? What? What are you talking about? We we're so easy, and that's the point. Men are so fucking easy. <laughs> oh, I I tend to think we are very straightforward and easy to understand very. creatures. That's just me though. Women like to make it seem like we don't know how complex we are, but which is the reason why I want to bring up the title because even when I first seen it, mm-hmm. the first thing I'm thinking to myself like, okay. Um, and I seen I looked at a couple clips too mm-hmm. on your Instagram. And uh, great work, by the way, too. Thank I meant to throw that out there. But um, one of the things that I thought was very courageous of you are the topics that you chose to highlight are not the topics that not very people naturally would think coincides mm-hmm. with that title. Mm-hmm. How do you go about picking your topics and what made you even want to start this podcast in the first place? You know what it is? It's not a relationship podcast. You know, when you hear the title, it's like, uh, I, I'm not, I like to call myself a relationship guru, but really I'm just a rational person. Right. That, that's it. You just have to approach everything with logic and fairness. And I feel like it's just our relationships, our friendships, our workplace relationships, everything is just tied in. Yeah. So when you hear the How to Keep a Man podcast, it's just kind of like, you know, if you could keep a man, you could keep friends, you could keep it. it it's just all kind of tied in together. I don't know if I'm explaining it right because I have absolutely no English, <laughs> but <laughs> it's just kind of like it's just the it's just a feeling. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so this is my thing, though. But mm-hmm. you, so you're in a relationship right now. Yes, I am. OK. And uh, how long has the relationship been going on? Uh, not long. I mean, uh, almost two years. OK. Mm-hmm. And are Miss Titlin, are you in a relationship as well? Yes. OK. So with that being how long has your relationship been? Uh, a little over a year. They've okay. they known each other a long time, though. Okay. So I'm the only seeing one in here. Cool. This is even better. This just makes this whole setup worth it. You're okay? young, though. You should be single. I don't think... I'm... what. It, it doesn't matter what... Age, okay, yes. But at the same time, I don't think age indicates that you should be single. I don't think so. I think if you're, if you're young enough and you get to have fun prior mm-hmm. to being in a relationship, that you should... And I know people are often thinking I, now that's like misleading because people fall into that I'm just having fun in life situation. Mm-hmm. And then you meet a woman and she could possibly be the one and you're like, nah, you cool and all, but I'm just having fun right now until I turn this age. Now, that's a little rigid. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that that's obviously the setup. I'm just saying that, you know, I I am starting to look at it like people in relationships have good insight on, especially if your relationship is going well. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Now, some people think of podcasts and some people probably think a little too literal. You're not a psychologist or oh expert, God. you know, a conversationologist. I've made that up. Don't quote me on that. I, I was you know, about to be like, wait. Yeah, no. <laughs> so you know, every time I put yeah. those little clips out, it's yeah. always a problem. I'm like, just listen to the damn episode. Ah, <laughs> uh, It gets me so upset. That's why I can't have a Twitter. Because yeah. the moment I just say one thing, it's just like, oh. Yeah, I love Twitter, and I feel you on oh that, though. Oh, my God. I, yeah. I, you know, the thing I, I, I admire most about you are taken from the perspective of the male predominantly sometimes it's interesting because i don't believe that women should think like men yeah. and and it's just kind of like we we are women we're not supposed to think like men and one right. thing i try to tell women is just kind of like we we are more intelligent and that's why we're more dangerous because that can go wrong we, when you say more intelligent do you mean more intelligent than what people perceive women to have no, or no, do you no, mean it's in just, comparison to men it's just that we if we want to get away with something, we can. That's why men oh, yeah, always get caught cheating. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just kind of like, true. that's why it's dangerous. But you have to apply right. that the correct way. So with me, I'm not sitting here trying to play games and play my man and hide shit. But I love my man. So mm. with me, I always tell women, it's just kind of like, you are the head. Like, it, I said this before in one of my episodes. Uh, in my Big Fat Greek Wedding, there was this quote where it said, uh, the man is the head, but the woman is the neck. And she could turn the head any way she wants. And what that means is a man wants to feel like a man. So as his woman, you could put an idea in his head, but make him feel like, just make him feel like it was his idea. And that's where it, it, you can find that balance of manipulation, but in a in a positive way and without, without you know what I mean? I do. I, I respect that. And that's actually well said. And I really like, um, I really like uh, the <laughs> phrase that you used prior to leading up to the explanation. Mm. Um, I, I had never heard that term before of the, the women being the neck and the men being the head. Mm-hmm. Um, I always looked at it like this, and I think that that's profound for you to say because a lot of women – some women take that too far, though, because then it kind of seems like women are being manipulative, manipulative towards men. Mm-hmm. And men who are conscious of being of knowing that's of knowing someone's mm-hmm. trying to manipulate them usually don't respond, respond well, i.e. Exactly. myself. Right. So sometimes there's a point of transparency where you have to say this is how I feel in a relationship exactly. and this is what I'll do. It's not and for everything. Person, right. So it's- did you have that conversation with your boyfriend? Was it one of those things where you was like, look. This is how I work. This is how I operate. Mm-hmm. And you either going to get down with that or we're not going to do this. Did you ever have to have that talk or not really? No, it, it, not that aggressively. I mean, we we always kind of see eye to eye. But when we a conversation needs to be said, I just I, I don't I don't talk around it. I just say flat forward like this is this is what needs to happen, how right. I feel. Right. But when, when I when I say like, you know, turn the head and everything like that, at the end of the day, you guys are. Men have you guys have your egos. You do. I, I love the breath you took. You, you uh, uh, just no, and, yeah, and, nah, and it's okay. and it's not your fault. It's it's not your fault. It's society that that made you like. That's when we were talking about yesterday, yeah, masculinity yeah, yeah. and shit yeah, like that. You do yeah. want to feel like a man, and if you always are so controlling. That's dudes hate that shit. Mm. That's that's when you fucking go to the strip club or the bar after work because you don't want to see your wife. You don't want to be controlled. So there's like I said, there's always a balance. You have to find a balance. Yeah. And I mean, the balance to me is like and I look at it like this. I mean, it's been it's been a while since I've been in a relationship. So I would say this. There's uh, there's the balance in the beginning. And then there's like the middle where things kind of get weird and it's like who's out of the honeymoon. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So there's the after the how do you know you've officially arrived to that plateau phase where it's like this is the norm for us. You know what I'm saying? Like the normal Mm. functioning thing. Or do you never arrive at a plateau and you just kind of always are you're assessing it, you know, making sure that it's still normal. It still feels natural, still feels right. Like in your opinion. I mean, everything 
it's just that we're always having a conversation and, and the trust is there. Our foundation is laid out. So now we're just continuing this like journey and learning new things about each other right. and accepting that. Right. And I, I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I see ADD. I forgot the question. No, it's, no it was just because <laughs> I, I feel like it's like, you know, I, I look at it like this. Like there's the part where you both meet each other and everybody's yeah. excited. Now you and your significant other mm. have known each other prior, yeah. you know, to actually calling it a relationship or getting into what you are now, you know, calling a relationship, mm-hmm. which is super dope because a lot of people don't know each other prior to being in relationships, yeah. um, which I think is always a gamble. I'm not going to call it a mistake. It's a gamble. Dating um, is because important. It's a mixed bag of people in this world. And when you mm-hmm. reach in and pull out somebody and just try to, run with that situation it could get a little scary now the reason why i'm asking these questions is mm-hmm. because one of the videos that you put up i believe uh i don't have my phone obviously because we're recording what up though um but yeah no one of the videos i think you put up you were talking about industry standards it was just about working in the industry mm-hmm. and i know you're in the industry um as well as your significant others submerged in the industry and the mm-hmm. reason why i said that is because as a person who works in the industry as well, mm-hmm. normally it doesn't work out with people that work in the same industry. It doesn't. So how do you two lay the ground rules and be like, hey, you know, when you out the club, ain't no dancing on these bitches out here. I better see you on Snap with just you in a bottle. You know what I'm saying? Like, Or does he say the same thing? Like, I better not see you in nobody's section, you know? No, because here's the thing. When you're in a relationship and you, and you guys get to know each other, you don't have to set rules. You already know what that person expects from you. You know what I mean? And it's just kind of like, I mean, we had the conversation just like as we were dating, we were talking about like what, what we would like uh, do in certain situations and stuff like that. So by the time we got together, we I already knew his character. I already knew how he would handle things. Yeah. And it's funny because whenever he did go out with like his friends or he went to a strip club, he would just come home and tell me and we would laugh about it. It, it was, was funny. Lit. And yeah. that, you know, I think that's so dope for every, not to cut you off, that's dope for every man to have. Mm-hmm. You would love to be able to come home and tell your girl like, yo, it was... Shit was wild tonight. Girls got smacked in the face with a bottle. She was trying to dance with somebody ex boyfriend. It was wild in there. Like, mm-hmm. but then you know, if your girl like, oh, word, so you, we we throwing ones at naked bitches now. That's what we doing. That's when you kind of get. And, and I'm not saying every mm-hmm. woman has to be engaged in that type of talk. I'm not. I don't want anybody to ever take that from it. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying that you and your, it's a customized thing, right? So you have to customize your relationship to where you feel. We just got lucky where we we kind of just fit each other's lifestyle, right. and we're in the same industry. But we we th- and that's you see, everyone always says I'm not going to date somebody in the industry because I know what happens. And for us, it's because we do know what's hap- what happens. Yeah. We know how we're supposed to communicate with each other, and we know what's going on. Yeah. And it's just kind of like there are no secrets. Where if a, a female is married to a dude in the industry, they're kind of. They don't really know what's going on. That's a fact. They don't know what those DR trips are and all about. Gonna, when that's, you that's what I was going to say, too. Like, when you when you think about it, like, you're blessed enough to understand, and, and you, too, you're best enough to know, like, this whole, I know what comes with this industry. Some people only see Instagram mm-hmm. and Snapchats and Love & Hip Hop or whatever places they get they gather their information from, or they got a girl who got her body done. We'll talk about that in a second. Or she's just submerged in the industry, and then her friend isn't, but she's dating a guy that's in the industry, so... The girl is like, I, if I was you, I wouldn't let him go to these type of functions or uh, yes. I wouldn't let you hang with, oh, he hanging with such and such? Oh, I know he probably, you know, so how, if you're not in the industry as a woman, like, how do you then maneuver around that? Because you two are fortunate to be in the industry and still date people to understand. Mm-hmm. What about the women who aren't in the industry and they have a foggy view of what really goes on? See, I feel like, Freya, you can answer this question because you can did I? say yesterday, you said yesterday that, like, you, because you know what it what the industry is like you couldn't date a man in the industry right i didn't say that out loud but you must have read my mind right <laughs> you, <laughs> <must have read laughs> it. Yeah, you said you, it some way like that you must, you must have read my mind oh 
It's not that. It's a. Uh, Tamara's relationship really, really works for her. Right. And it couldn't work for me. Right. Just because we are different people. Got it. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with her. She has a fantastic relationship. There's a relationship. lot wrong with me. No, no, with her personally, maybe. With her relationship, however, <laughs> she has a very strong foundation. They know what it is ahead of time. That's fine. And I think that that structure fits everyone. You have right. to know what it is ahead of time. You have to set that strong foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, my partner at the moment does not work in the industry. Okay. Um, it makes him very uncomfortable when I, I have you. to go out and um, do certain things as an actor. I have to kiss a lot of people on set sometimes. Yeah, I was going to ask you like about it. that, too, because we didn't run down that. I know you work, I know you're in the theater, in, in the movie industry, and right. you just work in the entertainment industry, really, right, all together. Right. You just, you're hands-on and everything. How does he feel about you? Like, I could never date an actress because this is just too much, <laughs> especially if it's a lovemaking scene, and I'm like, damn, she grabbed me like that by the back of, <laughs> hold up. No, you can't I'm be, doing a good job. You can't be, using, the, you can't be <laughs> using this shit I taught you on film now. Oh, they say, you get an Oscar, you better pull me on stage and be like, thank you for all them nights. Oh, of course, all them nights. You know what I'm saying? What about but the no. mornings, too? Oh, yeah, the, no. those two. <laughs> no, but for real, though, does he? Does that cause it does. friction? It causes friction. Um I mean, there are lots of things that cause friction, of course, but it ca- right. it causes some some friction. And at the end of the day, you kind of have to decide what is working for you and what doesn't. And right. I feel that you have to be with someone who does trust you. And mm-hmm. that's the whole point of setting that foundation. Um, and also having that open line of communication with that person. Yeah. And also having respect for your partner. Mm-hmm my partner shouldn't feel like I'm going to go out and do something just because I'm in that environment. Mm -hmm. Right. If I have respect for him, I won't do it. Right. If I don't have respect for him, I'm going to do it. It doesn't really matter uh, whether I'm in the club for an industry event or I'm at a networking event or I'm at the after party for the Oscars. Yeah. Yeah, One day. Jamie Foxx and him in there really putting the pressure on you. Idris Elba and pulled up on you and put his arm around you. See, see, look. Because it's highly possible. See, (laughs) Mm. women think that this and I'll and I'll give you some insight. This is just me as a man. When I have been involved with women who have been in the industry, my thing was, I know you're not out here just doing whatever, whenever, however. It's the right person in the right circumstance that I'm worried about. It's that right circumstance Mm -hmm. where you're around that one person who you didn't get to meet before me and now, because it's highly possible. Everybody's accessible in this industry. I'll say Especially through social media. Well, yes. But I'll also say that if your foundation at home is not steady, then the right person, the right situation matters. Right. If your foundation at home is steady, then it doesn't matter. Then it's just like, oh, my God, he's so cute. He walked by. Ah. Look, and you know what? That's dope. Cause, and I'm glad you said that because I always felt like if you the situation was reversed and my significant other wife, whoever, was like, oh, I trust him. We've been together X amount of years mm-hmm. and he ain't never gave me a reason. Yeah. And then one day I, I, you know, I just, you know, happened to run across like Lisa Ray. Or, you know, any one of my childhood crushes and, you know, or Janelle Monet and she chose to change, you know, flip sides and really get back <laughs> on, come down with the home team. And she propositioned me. I That would be a different type of pressure in life. Like, I could turn down the average chick. That's not a, you know, anybody. Yeah. But, like, that one person and that one time is, you know, I, I know it sounds really imaginative, but we work in an industry where I'm sure you've ended up around people who you would have never thought you was going to end up around mm-hmm. in Absolutely. a pretty, not private, but just in a seclusive situation where it's like five or seven of y'all. And you're like, damn, I'm yeah. kicking it with Chris Brown. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it happens. So that's why I've always asked that question to people who are in the industry 
or even not, you know, dating people in the industry, because I think that's important because a lot of people don't get that, you know, that opportunity to voice that, um, which I feel is a perfect transition into my next question. Now, we had a conversation um, about you mentioned this earlier, too, about like the trips to the Dominican Republic and all that shit like that. So I got a question because you touched on this on your Instagram, too. And we actually had a very heated conversation about this. Um, not that we were at odds, but the passion was just how we both we were all feeling what we were saying. <laughs> in this particular industry, also being a significant other to somebody who's dated people that probably have had their body enhanced or mm-hmm. probably have a certain in, like you know, do you ever have an issue with your ex or your ex? Like, and you see like that ex chick and she got like seven hundred fifty thousand followers on the gram and she got a body and she hanging out with you know she she doing squats and fake squats the air squats just to show <laughs> off her ass and air squats. you know what i'm saying her you know all that like do, do you feel like in the world of now like do you feel like now it's a world of natural body versus enhanced bodies or does that not really matter and you don't look at your exes you know past previous relationships and worry about that with my boy my boyfriend now no if it was somebody some of my exes in the past who I was dating, if if it would have been an issue. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, I, I know one time I said, you know, there's a lot of things I could do in my relationship that others can't. It's because I'm in the right relationship and my man makes me feel secure. And now he slept with a lot of vixen-type chicks. Right. And he, but, but at the same time, he hasn't had a girlfriend since college. This was over eight years ago. Oh, yeah. See, look, anybody has to be in a relationship in about five-plus years, you got to really just kind of don't think about that, you know, because... You know, then because you, you're going to get yourself worked into a frenzy and it's never going to work out. Yeah, but, but what I mean by that is just kind of like he was fucking all these chicks. Yeah. But didn't give a fuck about going serious with any of them. Mm. So now you have me. I'm, I'm, I'm really just your average chick. But he liked me. So he asked me out three times before I said yes, because I was just kind of like, are yeah, you? I remember you mentioned yeah, that. Because I was like, are you sure? Like, look at this lavish lifestyle. You, you got bitches here, bitches there. It's I'm like, lit, my God. I don't even <laughs> like girls and I would fucking do it. Like, damn. But it's just kind of like and, and some notable names, too. That yeah. Some big Instagram. <laughs> but yeah. and for some reason, like, ironically enough, it was if it was any of my exes, like I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it, I would feel very insecure and I'd feel very uncomfortable. But here yeah. I'm here bragging for him because right. I'm just like. Yeah, but he chose me. He likes me. He wants to be with me. And I'm happy that he got all this shit out of the way because now the problem is dudes, a lot of dudes settle down because they want pussy all the time. So a lot of guys are with, not everyone, everyone's with their girl for different reasons. I can see that being a reason. Some dudes are with girls just to get pussy. And it's just kind of like he, I never have to wonder because he got threesomes out of the way because he slept with bitches that look good. Yeah. I don't have to worry about him playing me because he's already done it. And he found a quality girl where he's just like, I calm his anxiety, which right. is very, very hard to find a female who calms your anxiety that's instead of heightens it. Yeah, that is a fact. So that's why I'm really not worried about any of this other shit. I yeah. trust him. And I, you know what I mean? I just, he's, he's good. We talk about it. <laughs> which, is, which is dope because now what I'm hearing is, and I've always, this as a, as a male and obviously having, I have, I have lady friends, but we don't, some things we talk about, some things we don't. Mm-hmm. So this conversation, the reason why I really wanted to have this podcast happen is because I, you know, through our conversation, you know, prior I've been enlightening also just by following you two. So the, the funny thing about it is, is now what I'm hearing is like, it's, it's, it's the man that make you feel at ease about the women he's dealt with in the past. And why you're now his woman, mm-hmm. it's not so much of the women and the quality or caliber of the woman. Right. Is that what that is? Um, I don't, I don't know. Uh, mostly it's, it's my man. Cause the girls, I, I can't lie. Like some of the girls were trash, but some of these girls were nice girls, Yeah, but they just didn't fit him he played them he didn't want anything to do with them they just were you could be a very good quality female but that doesn't mean that a dude should 
be with you. Facts. Because you and can I still be annoying as fuck. I don't think a lot of women really understand that. I t- and I, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a huge advocate for this, okay? Because I've met some really outstanding women. Women, I've I've met some very attractive women, very accomplished women, and they just don't have substance. And mm-hmm. substance is the number one thing for me. Not that I'm saying that you could just look however, and I'm gonna just fuck with you just because you got substance. I don't want that to be confused. Mm-hmm. But I think it's super important, and I think that. You know, a lot of times women, and, and I see this happening all the time, I, I currently know a woman who's saving up to get her body done because she's having a hard go at men. And I've, like, had full transparency into her relationship. And normally, because we've known each other since freshman year of college, right? Mm-hmm. And she's just been going through it with these dudes, right? And, you know, she's an attractive woman. She got college graduate, all of that, right? And she just sees that. And this is a woman who I look at as intelligence, and she's even influenced by the fact that the predominant the predominant women that they see in and up with these men who are predominantly successful are women who are you know borderline celebrity status because of how attractive they are and except getting cheated on. But here's the thing: oh shit, <laughs> because you're you're it, there's a different motive. Some yeah. of these don't get it twisted. Some of these women like they they fall in love, but the other ones like money is more important. Right. But here's the thing with with the situation with your friend. I feel like if she's intelligent and she still couldn't keep a man interested mm. now you're getting your body done and now you're just really just gonna get fucked because mm. now it's just kind of like you're 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 I, i'm gonna stay with you i'm gonna fuck you a couple times you look good damn but, but you still you you're intelligent you're but where you is your you know day. what i mean exactly yeah, yeah. a body isn't gonna keep a man around it's gonna have a man interested right. but only you your your mentality your your person even more than personality you could have a great ass personality but again yeah. If you're annoying, if you're insecure, if you have these issues, nobody's going to want to deal with you. That's a fact. I, you know, it's funny. I, I, I'm glad you mentioned cheating um, because I, I had my guy L. Boogs in here last in, in last time. And shout out to L. Boogs, too. That's my dude. And I asked him from a male's perspective, have we as a society normalized like ups and downs in a relationship to include cheating? And I know we were supposed to talk about that last time, but we kind of didn't. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like the norm in a relationship or any relationship, like, okay, let's say you're going to be together for the rest of your life with, with the man you're with right now. Is cheating a part of the spectrum of ups and downs? No. Or Okay. It's a, Not for me. So if a person cheats, it's off with it. Bye. There's no way he can, or she, nobody can redeem themselves. Nope. Oof. No, I'm okay. But why, though? Like, can you, can you like, let me know sure, why? I know on the surface it's outrageous, sure. it's embarrassing, like, no, but just from I a... I don't care about being... I, I don't yeah. care about being embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will embarrass myself every yeah. day of the week. But if you chose someone over me, then I'm not the right person for you. Then mm. I'm not the person you wanted. But what if, it, what if it was just purely sex? Like, what if that person and... That other person, it was just like a five-minute session. It wasn't even no kissing involved. It was just, you know, a quickie and a... I'm okay. No? Okay. Yeah, I'm okay. I mean, I I feel like, you see, I don't want to put this energy out in my relationship. Right, and that's why I'm I'm hesitant to ask. I always ask. I can, you know, everyone, you know, feel free to to negate. And that's why I feel like it's important that, you know, I'm with a man who had... A lot of girls don't want to be with dudes who fucked mad bitches because of that little um, insecurity factor. But me, I prefer it because now my chances of getting cheated on is less. And the thing is, it doesn't matter. Like, I know I'm a quality girl, but sex is sex to men. You can can cheat on your wife, have sex, and you still love your wife and have nothing. The thing that hurts is, like, a a dude who's actually, like, you know, the husbands who leave their wife for another woman? That that hurts. Yeah, you know, I've always said this, and and I'm not trying to be funny or facetious, like, and I'm not even trying to make it okay, but... 
you can I, there's been times that I've been not I've never cheated in my life. Okay, that's one thing I will say. But I have been talking to a girl for an extended amount of time and had intercourse with other women. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Because we didn't make it official, right? Okay. Partially because she just didn't trust me, which was cool with me because if you don't trust me, you don't trust me. I, you know. And um, not to cut you off with yeah. what women need to know because you're an Aries. Right. Aries yeah. men, if an Aries man and <laughs> and here's the thing, if an Aries man likes you falls in love with you you don't have to worry about him that's a fact you don't have to worry about him otherwise you could either be a savage or you could be the best fucking lover ever and that's the thing i don't have no in between i can't be a half savage half you know liar i just can't it's either i'm in the game or i'm out the game baby we can't have no gray areas over here i've noticed that with a lot of areas yeah i'm telling you and the funny thing about it is and and i say this and i'm not trying to excuse it but i think one of the things as adults we need to most definitely understand is that a lot of times when you meet people they're not going to change right away and if they do then that's they might not even change at all and don't try to change that's what i'm saying and so a lot of people it's like if you meet a man and y'all start talking and he you know where we tend to make a mistake is we tend to give our best possible polished man up front front. and you're like damn three six months later he ain't texting me good morning he's not liking all my instagram pictures and coming Mm -hmm. with the hard eyes no more like you know so and i tell men like stop setting yourself up for failure because it's only gonna make you look crazy like be you, my yeah, guy, from the exactly. jump. And then get better over time. Like, gradually give in to some of her demands over time, you know? But the whole jumping out the window, like, I'm going to text her every morning. I'm going to call mm-hmm. her three times a day Later, before like, we go to sleep. Happened? Yeah, because I tell men all the time, we can't sustain that type. Because we're not. Mm-mm. Some men can, but then I'm concerned about those guys. You know, me personally, because, you know, I don't know. My, my man, know. he told me up front, like, once we like right before we made it official like when we were still like kind of talking he was like you know what i like you a lot so i'm gonna tell you my worst qualities right now this this is this happens this happens this is how what yeah i I snore you know what i mean (laughs) and and it's just kind of like and i'm like i can deal with that that's not a big deal and it's just kind of like as long as it's not like some fucking neck shit where you (laughs) had to you fled the country and you have a new identity or some shit like that i was like i don't mind this i'm prone to rob banks i'm (laughs) gonna rob a bank every first sunday of the year it's a new year ritual you're not a scammer and shit it's just not the lifestyle that i want to live but (laughs) which is very understandable and i'm glad that you know women and i hope more women have this dialogue amongst themselves because i feel like nine times out of ten a lot of these un these unrealistic expectations are created by by female friends because men ain't out here telling you girl if he love you he'll get you flowers every day of the week a friend i I would never set none of my homies up like that that's failure waiting to happen you know what i'm saying so my, my man just got me flowers for the first time like a year into our relationship and it was like and it's not bad that he didn't do it earlier it was it felt like Oh my it's god! It's like more special now, right? Yeah, Yo, like, man, I swear, I swear. He was like, "I didn't get it because I thought you, I, I thought you would think it's corny." I'm like, "Well, maybe the first <laughs> week, but it's <laughs> like I love the thank you." Oh but shit! I, and I think that's amazing, though. Now, I, I will say this: we talked about gender roles, and I'm curious to know who appro- who was the one who made it official, like, or what took the. I know, obviously, he came at you three times in a row, mm-hmm. you know, um, and well, obviously. To be fair, so what happened was is I, I was working at radio at the time, and he was the only person I knew who who like worked at Hot ninety seven and all that. So right, right. Um, one day I just hit him up because again we're cool. I've known him since I was twelve years old. Yeah. <laughs> I hit him up and I was. So just he got like, years. Most guys ain't got that type of credit in life. You know, you got twelve. It's not you like got, we hung out every day. But still, best you know, when we you can, when other. you can recount somebody's life in different stages, even if it's only minimum, you just knew that they played on the basketball team or mm-hmm. they hung out with this person. <laughs> you can kind of trace their life back 
a little bit and feel kind of comfortable, like I still kind of understood what type of person you were back then, and now mm-hmm. I know more of it now. Most guys don't have that type of type of time in the game. You know what I'm nah, saying? Nah, nah, he's he's good. That's dope. So I, I hit him up and I was just like, hey, can you um? I, I just have a question, like. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing at this point. Like, right. I've been here for so long, and I'm just confused. <laughs> so I basically called him asking him a couple of questions, and he started sending me, like, uh, events and shit like that. Word. So one of these events, um, he wasn't supposed to be at. It was a, a boat party where just networking and shit like that. And I go, I went with a friend, and his plans canceled, and he ended up there. Hmm. And it's like, the moment I saw him, I'm like, I, I haven't seen him in years. So I saw him, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to sleep with him. I know this. <laughs> It was just because you know what it is, too. I have this thing and I probably shouldn't be saying it, but I know when a man is a Scorpio Mm. and I've and I've all my life, anybody, everyone who was ever a Scorpio, I have always ignored them. I was like, this is a bad decision because Scorpio (laughs) men are savage and I've always ignored them no matter how like how attracted I was to them. I said, nah. Nope. Nah, we can't and, do this. And it's crazy. It's just kind of like I looked at him and I'm like, I want him. And then I asked him, I was like, are you a Scorpio? <laughs> he was like, yeah. And I'm like, oh. I don't know. Like, that's I, a weird ass I shit. Get, I give myself a week and <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm caving. <laughs> so I'm basically, I'm, uh, uh, and he's very like, you know, he's used to pretty girls. He's not, he's never been the type to like, even with other women, he's never been the type to just like try to holler at a chick. He right, just, most he definitely. Just, he just gets pussy. That's, that's, dope. I mean, that's but my those, man. <laughs> honestly, though, and, and not to not to like put anybody's business out, but mm-hmm. those are usually the guys that really tend, that's why they kind of get the most women. Because, exactly, it isn't. And, you know, you just, well, in, anybody, in this industry, so. you just around attractive women all the, all the time. time. Exactly. And it becomes a norm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's one of those things. And I, you know, that was one of the biggest learning lessons myself as well. You know, you're around, you're around certain women mm-hmm. and you just, Don't act like you've never seen women yeah, a day up. in your life. Yeah, we talked about yesterday, some dudes are just creeps. I'm telling you. It's like, insane. Some dudes are real life creeps. You know oh. what I'm saying? So, um, but that's really dope though that mm-hmm. you both had like a common ground. You yep. know, most relationships don't have a common ground. Like nine times out of ten, like I have a strict policy of dating people in my workplace. Mm-hmm. Right? If we work together, I will make certain comments because I'm flirtatious naturally. But I'm not jumping like out the window like I would if we didn't have like the overlapping thing, right? Mm. So if we don't have a the common ground has to be something where we both not are potentially going to ruin each other's careers or just right. even our relationship with each other, which I'm may be more important way. than anything else. Mm-hmm. So I always have that like, do you, do women ever feel that pressure to like date guys in the realm that they work in, like? obviously working in entertainment Mm -hmm. there's attractive men because usually the most attractive people are the ones that get the opportunities let's just be real um do you ever feel like that pressure like you know or did you before your relationship obviously not now yeah and you more so as well like Mm -hmm. in acting like is that one of those things where you like damn you know i want to date this person but is is there going to be like consequences behind it because of our profession i always knew that i would never date another actor because Mm. i knew i was crazy Oh, and I was like, there's no way, like, I roll around on the ground and, like, pretend to be animals and shit. I can't date someone else like that. <laughs> You're trying to out-crazy <laughs> each other yeah, in this yeah. bitch? It's not going to happen. Um, when I was just being an actor and, and you know, a model and, and working the theater realm, I was okay with dating someone who was in the entertainment industry but like did something else right so that we didn't exactly do the same thing that i'm perfectly fine with. i can see that yeah because i'm never gonna step on your toes for something mm-hmm. and vice versa right you know i'm never gonna be like well i know how to do this too and blah, blah, blah. like it's never gonna be like that yeah so that i'm perfectly fine with i do get some pressure from my friends to mm. date people in the same industry mm. as that somebody sounds like the she, corporate uh, 
thinks mm. it would be good for me. Um, I because you're fun. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But I, I, in terms of it affecting uh, my job, my career, I will say yes, and I'll get, I'll use the past most recent as a, okay. an example, mm. as a vague example to mm. not use names. Uh, someone who did work in the film industry used to work in the music industry and still had a lot of contacts in that way. Right. Uh, kind of flew off the handle a little bit mm. and said and did things that were not true. Right. And it made me look bad to the point that I had to take legal action to stop this it. This happened wow. af- after they broke up. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, that person had all my contacts and had Jeez. all of uh, the connections that I have worked years and years. As, as I'm sure you know, it takes years and years oh, to build a Oh, hell yeah, yeah, and most definitely. It, it, that was one of the very first times in my life that I was embarrassed. Right. I had to reach out to people personally and say, listen, you know me, you know me as a person, you know Damn, what it is. That was a very difficult time Jeez. in my life. So I don't have a problem dating someone in the same industry as me. Uh, I think it'll go back to dating for a very long time before making that decision because that outcome was something I did not expect Mm. to happen. And I think you learn the most about people on the way out than the whole entire time you're with. That's a fact. And that's what the saddest part about having those relationships, especially in industry, relationships in general, but Mm. especially in industry because then you start to realize that you know, um, a lot of people, although they say they love you, would hurt you the most in the world more than anybody else. And, and that sometimes shit is because pressure. they love you and yeah. they don't know what to do. With I have a different theory about good. that. I feel like they never loved you. If you if you ever are able to hurt someone that yeah. you were with and damage their career or anything that they worked for, you never loved that person. Well, You've always just been there. a selfish asshole and you've disguised it under this guise mm-hmm. of just, oh, we are con- we're together. Mm-hmm. Nah, you wanted to control the situation and you're a fucking asshole. And I don't care. I, that can go for any of my exes or anybody else's exes. I really don't care. That's like yeah, a yeah, hear that? He don't care for me. <laughs> I guess um, that could be a difference with um, him being if he was in love because her ex was obsessed with her. Like, and that's why you know. Yeah, I, yeah, I can see that. I, I, I mean, look that. at this. Oh <laughs> my god! I can see that. I don't I, you know. know I guess I, I, I guess I asked that question because you know. Honestly, like now, I think I think with the way dating works now is that you come across the most people in the places you frequent the most, yeah, and the place sure. you tend to be at the most is the place that either it's a making you money or mm-hmm. building up your you know your career and yeah. some at some point. So I always ask that because a lot of people always come to me and say, you know, like, damn, such and such bad. Like, you think I should get on? And they think I'm hating because I told them no. I'm like, y'all work at the same club, fam. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna work out. Idea. I don't think it's a good look. You I know? never give it much thought to, um, you know. I've always known who I wouldn't date based on how, what they're like. You know, like I would never date an ath- uh, an athlete. I right. would never date um, an artist just because I know the lifestyle that comes with that. Right. And you could be the fucking most, the best character. You could be the best <laughs> man in the world, but just kind of like, I just don't want to live that lifestyle. Gotcha. I know what comes with that lifestyle. Very so it's just kind of like, I, I, I knew what I didn't want. Right. Yeah, I always, even growing up, like even if it was just friends, I always liked people who were a little more behind the scenes. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it was still like something we could always. Talk hey, them the sneakiest like, ones though. I'm keeping extra funky with yeah, you. Yeah, but the so ones am I. Be, yeah, oh wow. <laughs> so that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I guess I, I can like, respect that. I like that. a good sneak. I can respect that. Y'all the wildest. Now, one thing I do love about both of you women is that you both have your own stake in industry. Uh, you both are very fun, very upbeat podcast, obviously film festival coming up for you that you put together primarily by yourself, oh, yeah. all by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you also you both kind of dip in different things. And um, so one of the things I do want to ask you about with this being a new year, 
Um, what are your before I get to goals? I just have to. This is a random shit. I always have a random segment. Usually I'm smooth the transitions. So tonight the R. Kelly um six part docu series comes on about I his just allegations saw that. about. See, look, yes. and here's I'm gonna just put it out there how I feel about this R. Kelly situation, mm-hmm. and feel free to rip me apart or agree, whatever. I know y'all 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 fair shooters, so I can rock with that. That's smooth. I look at this R. Kelly situation, and you know I'm I want to say this, <laughs> a couple different things. I was listening to R. Kelly one day. I have my, my what, I, what I call soundtrack Sundays. I only listen to mm-hmm. old school R&B, and I clean up and wash clothes. I, I reset. I prepare, for, I prepare for my week, right? Mm-hmm. So I was listening to R. Kelly. This particular person who was a woman, black woman, heard me listening to R. Kelly over the phone. And she said, oh, I thought we was canceling R. Kelly. I said, word, that's what, that's what you think we doing? We canceling R. Kelly? And she said, yeah, I mean... You know, I see all the sexual allegations and the sex coat that he allegedly ran and him dating minors and having sex tape with minors. And I say, yeah, I hear all that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not condoning any of that right. shit on any level if it's true. Because he has yet to be convicted for any crime. All right. So I'm not defending him. I'm not defending him. I'm just stating facts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but this man has yet to be, you know. Wasn't Aaliyah erect- like 14 when he met yeah. her though? Yes. Yes. Here's the thing though. Her parents he still off. Her, like, who is worse? Th- like, who th- is worse? This though? is what I'm who saying, is worse right? Then? Who is because worse? Because her parents yeah, have to be like, yeah, right? okay. you know how many parents are like are are are, are gambling on oh, their daughter being beautiful I so know. they can sell her? Dad, but, like, that's some real you know, shit. All right, too. LeBron. LeBron's son is now in what college or in high school? He's in high school. I think he's yeah. like a sophomore. You know how many girls are like prepping their daughters to to get pregnant? To taking down. Come on. Yeah. Come on. That look, and that's the real conversation that I'm going to get to because to me, and I said this before, it's never my podcast is never about celebrities. Mm-hmm. Or gossiping It's about addressing The societal Society. issues That enable people To continue to do shit Like this right So R. Kelly is this guy There's a six part docuseries They're gonna highlight All the women One being his ex-wife Two being his ex-lover So mm-hmm. these women I'm not saying That he's right And they're wrong Or they're right And he's wrong mm-hmm. I'm simply gonna say this In our society Does the celebrity guys And musical ability Artistic ability does should that come before we know who the artist is as a person or after or do you marry both together and then you make a decision and if you make that decision i'm sorry it's like a three-part question if you make that decision does that make does that say something about you as a person so as a professor i teach performing arts and i teach film i teach quick film plug history. quick plug okay giddy no, no i make nothing off of okay. <laughs> I, I wish yeah come to yeah. Uh, take my classes it's a slight flex <laughs> you know okay but um i teach cinematic history yeah and people many of the staples in class and the actors or directors in class that i used to show all the time uh i've either been convicted of rape or sexual assault or and i take those right out of my class but i sit there and i talk to them about it yeah and i say okay some of these are just allegations sure some of them are convictions yeah let's talk about what that means for film history and I sit and I have a conversation with them can we mm. still appreciate yeah because the Hollywood is the, they're the biggest perpetrators of this shit it, rape I culture think, is alive and, yeah. and, and that's how you that, that's just what it is in, in Hollywood that's a fact I think that you can still appreciate the art mm. I think that I can make the decision not to show it especially mm. yeah. as a professor I, I do run the classroom but I don't skip Boss. over it without talking about <laughs> without it. Without highlighting it first? No. And Here's Kevin Spacey. He gropes younger guy. You know, no, no, but really, though, yeah. because, you know, uh, presumably these students want to go into this field or right. they think they're getting an easy A, one or the other. One or the two. And I 
we it's something that needs to be spoken about because you know we still have artists that are making music after uh hitting their wives or their girlfriends or yeah. you know Talk we, about we have all this stuff and um bad press is still press and these people still have a, a, a following and a fan base and yeah. I think that we have to continue to talk about the issues yeah. but I think it is a personal deci- decision whether or not you can choose to separate the art from the person right have you ever noticed that the most creative people are the crazy? most crazy the most psycho there's always something like there's a defect I, and I just feel like there's a difference between you know just liking R. Kelly. I like R. Kelly's music. Yeah. But I'm not a fan of R. Kelly. But there are certain songs you most definitely would I'm play. A fan of his, I'm a fan of his art, though. Okay. You know what I mean? You, mm-hmm. I feel like you have to separate that because mm-hmm. it's just kind of like there's so many different... So, there's so many examples we can use other than, you know, artists. Right, about, most definitely. Know, people who beat their wives, but right. we're still watching the NFL and, yeah. and, and, and boxing and shit like Talk that. Talk about it. You know, and what is that called? CTE? What's that brain oh, thing yeah, that CTE, people yeah, have? CTE, you know yeah. what I uh, yeah, You yeah. know what I mean? So it's just yeah. kind of like these... It's And sometimes it being in the business is what makes you fucking crazy. And I'm not using that as an excuse, but we sometimes lose ourselves and our demons come out and shit mm. like that. I think it becomes mm. a bigger, it's a bigger problem to solve than just going, I'm not going to listen to their music exactly. or watch right. this football game. Right. It's a bigger problem. Like, how do we get to the bottom of the culture itself? Right. And I don't have an answer. It, and that's what I was like, say. Yeah, go it, ahead. It, it, I'm sorry. Because no, it's no, the same no, with like the NFL. I don't really watch sports like that. Right. But it's just kind of like, all right, I'm going to stop watching football. Yeah. But is it going to stop uh, uh, police officers <laughs> no. from killing black men? No. I mean, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just kind of like, no, we need to. Now we know what's going on, but we have to find another approach to, to this. Yeah. We have to do something more than just boycotting the NFL. We have right. to we have to we have to make a whole nother movement <laughs> and shit like that. Boycotting the NFL to is just the not moon. Gonna, yeah. And only but you can use but people. you can use that example with everything else. Me not yeah. listening to R. Kelly doesn't mean he still doesn't have the urge to rape yeah. children. Yeah. Like, it's, I, it's you know not, what I mean? Yeah, it's not going to take away, and also it's not going to take away what's been done already. Right. Right. So I guess I, we're just like we're we're trying to like, you know when it comes to ethics, yeah. we're Soothing trying. Yeah, we're trying to. Yeah, and I I, I love the but, fact that the conversations here though. But are you really by you resisting the urge to <laughs> want to be a fan of R. Kelly because he's a bad person? Are you really? But you have to still. You're still trying to. resist it. So are you yeah. really in the right? That's what I'm saying. You know if I mean? that if that seed is in you when 12 play or step in the lane of love comes on and you start stepping, like you got to be honest with yourself at that point like look man, look, I know what happened or didn't happen is mm-hmm. heinous and the fact that there's allegations in there there's even trails of anything that could have possibly happened is already to me a crime right Mm -hmm. but it may not be punishable by law he might not get convicted of anything so now you look at it this way okay there's never been any convictions and this is my biggest point there's Mm -hmm. never been any convictions he's went to court for one Mm -hmm. got acquitted for it beat the case he's still recording he has and now, money though. And Come that's on. and that's the yeah. and I'm not I'm not so. saying I'm not saying he's he's not I'm not saying he's not guilty because yeah. you can be guilty and still be called not guilty. Mm-hmm. You can kill somebody and have the right defense and have you money for it and get off. The, if the, hey, look, it's as many as many yeah. many examples. But here's the thing: it boils down to this. Do you think, as a person, you have to answer this question for yourself? Because no, I don't. I don't think we'll ever get to the bottom of it. To be honest with you, but there's actually a story that came out that said one of his background dancers allegedly saw him having intercourse with Leah. That story did come out today, which well, I thought was pretty crazy. Now I'm actually so question. wait. She's she's coming out thirty years later. 
it seems like a lot of these have been delayed. And most of these women who I know have been on like a gag a... order that lasted for X amount of time. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying are. that that's right or wrong. Yeah. But I'm telling you, if there's a crime that's being committed and somebody comes to me and say, yo, I know you saw what you saw, but I got Get enough money. money that didn't make you see it. And so right. you got you to answer this for but yourself. But also, are you sure that she just doesn't want to have a feature on the dock? Because the same <laughs> way with like women who've yeah. been coming out. I'm not saying like yeah. Bill Cosby, we know. I mean, it's obvious yeah. shit happened. Yeah. I don't know. I don't care. But now it's just kind of like you're coming out 30 years later. And then, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just, it's I, just yeah, a very it's, it's a weird. delicate situation. So I don't want to. I'm happy. This is why I asked this question here. And I thought it was more important than some of the things we spoke about because. I don't get a chance to ask women, and I don't get a chance to have that exchange. And I know, you know, you both are, you know, practice feminists. The, the you know reason, the reason I just go so hard sometimes, so it sounds like I, I be defending like bad people and I'm not because one day I'm going to have a son and I'm going to have a biracial son on top of that yeah. so now it's just kind of like you you just really have to like say what it, but then again I'm going to have a daughter too yeah. and you know what I mean yeah. and this is what we talked about last time exactly, about exactly. having a daughter is yep. karma yes, but yes. it's just yep. uh, it, it's very it's very very delicate Yeah, it's very delicate so, it most definitely is but I um, also think people that sometimes when they come out 30 years later either you have to remember that the culture and society has changed that's true We've too and better it doesn't always seem that way yeah we but, did get we, better. but we did get we got better. worse but better <coughs> I, I sometimes agree sometimes you need sometimes if there's only one little lingering thing and one woman comes forward and says yes it happened it empowers other women to be like you know what i'm ready for this healing process also right. yeah yeah I, and, it, and it's i mean funny. it could be yeah it could yeah, be okay it could, i want to get yeah. paid but it, there's also the the more than likely possibility that no you know what this has been eating me up or i want to have the opportunity yeah. to tell my side too that's yeah. why i try to like shut the fuck up sometimes because i've never been in that position so i don't know what yeah. it's like to to suffer and also hold that it, it, it again very very delicate yeah. but is. i feel like we can't i don't know i feel I, like you can't be an innocent <laughs> bystander in the conversation no, either you, you can't be, be a person and, and i and i think sometimes that it's weird because sometimes you feel like the the voices of the assaulted should be the highest voice at yeah. the totem pole, which I partially feel that way. But sometimes I feel like when you go, you have PTSD, right? Mm -hmm. So some things you're not recalling as clear. Yeah. Some things yeah. you're omitting because you that hurt you, is in you, it. right? Yeah. And you push certain Absolutely. things. So I'm not saying that I, I don't victim blame by any by any sense mm -hmm. of the imagination, ever, ever, ever. But I also have to look at it like the people who are closer to the middle who haven't been traumatized can probably have more of a balanced conscience when it comes to it. And and I negate the, the, the social status that if you haven't been through it, then you don't know what you're talking about because humans are empathetic whether they like to speak it or not. Okay, I've never been, I've never starved to death, but if I've seen a picture of someone who got starved to mm. death, right. I'm pretty sure I know the beginning stages or some stages prior right. to getting to that, mm -hmm. that extreme of what was going on, right? And everybody's been involved in a situation where they didn't like what's going on and they removed themselves successfully. Some people couldn't have because of the situation. But I'm just saying, as a human, you've been involved, maybe not to that extreme, but you can also kind of have a clearer mind, which is why we have a jury of our peers. We don't have a jury of people who've been assaulted right. or people who've been accused of assault. We have a jury of peers right. who aren't attached to the situation emotionally. And that's why sometimes I feel like even when we speak and we may not have been involved in an assault or something that extreme, it's still important for us to voice it because oh, yeah. we have to balance the spectrum. Otherwise, it's two extremes right. against another extreme and then one silent right. party and that's why i feel about with men too we talked about equality yeah. i feel like like the same way about men if you see somebody who's 
in your workplace or somebody who's, you know, a woman who's not getting the, you know, the acknowledgement that she deserves or the opportunity that she deserves mm -hmm. and you have, you know, the, the the power to put this person on that pedestal and get them that equality and you're not doing it, you're just as much a part of the problem. You're In fact, you're the bulk of the problem because the majority of people are the people who stay silent and just yeah. don't say anything mm -hmm. so you yeah. kind of condone it. And you almost know? in any kind of situation, not just Go, that, yeah. anything. Yeah, anything. Exactly. The people Which who is, are silent. Yeah, and that's why sometimes like us, we're like, damn, well, I don't well, feel like I should me, speak on that, right? I shouldn't yeah, speak on that because I might offend some, right? And the more you say that, the more you let one side yep. prevail over yep. the other because right. nobody really gets that closure in the middle. So I, the R. Kelly thing is a little touchy, especially as a man, mm -hmm. and then especially as somebody in the industry because, like, people like Charlemagne and you know people like uh, was it uh, Michael? Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but certain radio stations have gone to the extent of never playing R. Kelly again. Yeah. And then you got some radio stations who, for his birthday, they peeling off R. Kelly mix. You know what I'm saying? And so I just, you know, as a as a culture, I think is 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 we're gonna have to continue to deal with this too, mm -hmm. because now assault is becoming more prevalent. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. in the, but or it's more now physical more assault. Yeah, it's being more highlighted. And you know, Tamara testing this last time. You know, there's people who are opportunist. Yes. Who would accuse just because? And I tell you one thing. I know with women, and and I know we were closing. We're getting ready to close out. Mm -hmm. and we're gonna close out on a positive note but we had to talk about this real shit too so we talked about this and i know this didn't make it but i want to make sure we reiterate we, iter we reiterate this mm. if i get my words together mm. say it again um <laughs> we reiterate this get my shit together um no but it's it, there's people out there who've actually been assaulted and then there's people out there mm -hmm. who know that assault works in their benefit Absolutely. and it's super tough to tell between the two so sometimes in the the, the jury of our peers, mm -hmm. we we kind of divide ourselves because you got people who are for, you know, the uh, the person who alleged and you got people who, you know, are on the side of the person who they call a perpetrator. And at the end of the day, just a mere allegation is enough to, excuse me, ruin somebody's situation and ruin, ruin somebody's, somebody's life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, that's why I want to touch on that and ask that question. Um, now it's 2019, my first podcast of the year, <laughs> yeah. okay, on a more positive note. Um, I had a list of shit um, that I wanted to ask uh, more or less in 2019 because this shit kind of went down on Twitter. And it got real, you know how Twitter is. Some Tell shit me. start off real good and positive, Twitter and then people wild. get a hold of it and shit just get wild. So <laughs> more awful. or less 2019, uh, what do you want to see more of or less of in 2019? And also, your biggest goal of 2019. Oh man, it was so good last time. I completely forgot. It was, and it was so pure. That was the purest I ever seen you. I was like, oh look at her. She just want to be great. I got a short term she memory. I don't know anything. Oh, I just want the world to be great. No, but for you, you know, for you go first. Okay. I don't know anything. Like I said yesterday. <laughs> like I said yesterday, it would be really nice for artists. Uh, people in the artistic and entertainment performing arts community to actually support each other, right. come out for each other. Right. I'd like to see more of that. There are a lot of free events you can go to to support your friends. Yeah. You can share things, but more than that, you can, you know, maybe contribute to them in some way. Show up for an event. Right. If it's not going to break the bank for you, do something, yeah. you know, build that kind of community. Pull up and drop $5. You got enough to pay entry just to get the, yeah. the, the shit in the books, okay? That's Support. Right. Don't That's be out here right. fake supporting. My biggest goal, I think... Um, I was really lucky. I booked a lot of acting jobs this year. Oh, that was really yeah. Great. That's money right but there. But next year, I really want... Um, a supporting role or right. like a series regular. That's what I want to book this year. Word up. Netflix, so you Netflix, you hear you us. Listening? All Hi. right. Let's do it. <laughs> 
damn, it's my should turn. I, I'll, I don't go, know. I'll go. I'll go. I'll <laughs> go. Yeah, I'm going to give you, you some time. <laughs> Even though I should close out and I was fucking with you. Um, no, I honestly, uh, more, I think, I think more transparent conversation and more yeah. of being yourself and whatever that is. And I spoke about this yesterday. I, I don't think it will ever change, to be yeah. honest with you. But the part of the reason for me even creating this podcast is because I feel like even with me interacting in the world, sometimes I'm just so PC. Sometimes I don't really go on Instagram and have the rants that I want to have. And mm. sometimes I don't say the shit that I really feel to the bottom of my heart because I'm either A, worried about burden bridges, yep, B, worried too. about people who could potentially follow me, not follow me because I come off as an extremist, uh, or C, because I just don't want to regret what I said later in some form or fashion. So I got to that point where I was like, you know, I wanted this podcast to be so therapeutic, not only for just, you know, myself, but people who listen and for people that come in and want to be a part of the podcast and just really be themselves and say, fuck it. This is the way I feel. Whatever. Kill me. I'm not a bad person. I just had this thought and it's not the popular, the most popular of thoughts. So that's what um, I want. I want more of um, in 2019. Biggest goal mm. um, is to have whatever I touch or whatever I create this year help people be better because mental health was a big deal last year oh yeah and um i think i think we all suffer from some type of mental health because we're all in this yeah because you know a lot of shit happens to you over real over a lifetime you know we store a lot of shit away and you don't even know how it's affecting you sometime until you unpack it so i want to be i want to be an advocate not for fake mental health okay but for real mental health and not only the mental health that you have to go get clinically diagnosed for right. but the mental health that honest conversation and getting shit off your mind will probably free up for you to think about the real shit mm. that's what i want this podcast to be about i think i want i know i want i want us to have more of a conversation about ignorance i think people need to start having a conversation start educating other people because i think what people think is like even with racism it's like people think because they're not racist or don't hate people they think that being passive is okay mm-hmm. but you're the yeah. problem as well i That's think we silent all group exactly yeah. the facts. Mm-hmm. i think we need to start the speaking out perpetrators more. yeah we we just let so much shit slide as a society facts. and you know especially if Even you're me too i'm guilty of that shit too I'm, oh yeah i'm dead ass i'll be honest yeah we need to have more of a of, of a communi- communication especially people who are in interracial relationships i don't think people understand that it's not about just being in love. Now you have you have a goal. Right. You have to like you're going to have children who are biracial, and those are the kids who have the most fucking identity problems yeah, and shit like that. Yeah, everybody's so telling them something different. We yeah. need to start being a little more realistic, and we need to start just speaking out more. I think you know silence is what is it? Silence is a killer. What's whatever that. I think silence is a killer. Silence. Something we can go like with that. that. Yeah, 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 we go. Is silence, silence is a killer. Yeah, silence yeah is speak out, killer. man. Speak out. Yes, that's that's. There's true. gonna be people who don't agree with you, but you know that's what you feel. Yeah. That's how you feel. The and conversation begins when people begin to disagree. Exactly. I feel exactly. At least it's just people have to be willing to listen. Like you said, yeah, people have to be willing thing. to listen and learn because if you're not, then the conversation is a it fucking argument matter. that wastes yeah. time. Mm-hmm. So that's I, some real I shit. think I want to have this conversation next time because I have so many examples of shit. That yeah, we most definitely know this ain't the last uh, time. So, but um, and I know we used to, we we said we were gonna try to limit ourselves. I think we went an hour. I don't even know. But uh, I don't no, know. no, no. Oh. We probably just hit an hour. See, look, yeah. I told you. Anyways, all right, so let's wrap up. Um, plug, <laughs> plug whatever you guys want to plug. Oh, shit. Um, because this is going. You got it up here, right? We still oh, got it here. She still, still got, got right the VHS cassette. Okay. We got Thirty seconds for all right, it. everybody. Thirty seconds. The Midnight Film Festival is coming up on January twelfth. That's a Saturday at the Footlight Bar in Ridgewood. That is in Queens. Yeah. Brooklyn adjacent. Mm. Two to eight. Tickets are only ten dollars. Come. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Mm. Lots of indie film music videos as well uh drinks 
networking, fun. Me and Tamara will be there. It's fucking lit. Oh, and Come you should see now. that. You should see that music video that the the winner. That shit is amazing. We have some really cool shit. No, we really do it. I'm I'm really excited that this was able to get, come together. Um, with the help of my friends it's and it'll thing. be yeah, a, come it'll through be a stop time. making no more trash i want to see less trash ass music videos hey. in, in 2019 <laughs> all right we we need art Less art. But don't nobody watch music. That's art, another conversation. Well, no, you time. you need your music videos for your blog placements and shit. That's I don't true. think that's, I don't think people understand true. that getting press. Everybody wants that blue check on Instagram. Yeah, getting press is what gets you the blue check on yeah. Instagram. Damn. All right. That's a learning you, lesson. You can, you can, you can hit me up. Uh, I, I got you. With yeah. <laughs> so plug that. So make sure you plug that. Uh, for me, make sure you guys follow me on Instagram oh, at yeah. Tamara Wana. That's Tamara dot wanna um also i have the how to keep a man podcast we just have the six yeah. six week trial and you better right? have me on that shit too oh you're if are I, more if than that, welcome because once that shit take off i'm taking our studio it. oh yeah that's a fact <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, i think fact. i think by the end of the month early february we're gonna bring that back and we're not gonna stop this time yeah. all right no I'm, I'm most definitely gonna be at about that i do want to say yeah. thank you to all the dumbass hoes who inspired me to put this podcast <laughs> together because you know what if it wasn't for you and the dumb shit that you do i would have I would have no content. I would have no purpose. No, I would that have purpose. That is sincere. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't. I to say the content part. That's some sincere shit right there. <laughs> oh, content um, for days. Oh, for days. On my Twitter, like you said, Twitter. Yeah, I pull a lot of my content. No, no, but in your Instagram yeah, at yeah, most definitely. Uh, uh, I'll spell my name. It's F R E I A. My last name is literally Tit and Land together. Tit Land. Why do I always feel like you're gonna grab your actor? chest every time because you say I it? Because your hands always turn. Women do that oh, though. No, no. It's, it's because like a, people think that they think they've misheard me. So one time right. I had to check out at a bar and I was like Titlin, Titlin. She wasn't listening. I went with my hands. Oof. I went Titlin. She went oh. I don't like say that again. One more, one more time. Do it. Do it one more time. I had to grab it and like show her the land. You know what I didn't say last time though. I know we gotta wrap up. By two best friends. Their last names are Titlin. And his last name is Hardware. We're going to make a porno. Not really. Just not kidding. really. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> so you see my face? Goes I was into like, the hardware oh, store. He actually, he actually wrote a book, and I, and I kind of want to plug him in here because yeah, he's my best that. friend. Oh, most definitely. We're plugging all independence out here, baby. Blood Cousins by yeah. Omar Hardware. Yeah. It's like a it's like a, a black vampire novelty. It's real nice. Buffy yeah. the That's Vampire Slayer, but on some hood shit. That's a new one. That no shit blade. is fire. No, it's good. I was like Vampire in Brooklyn. You ever seen that? No. Oh, Eddie Murphy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. Eddie Murphy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Samuel Jackson yes. was in there. It was, it was a pretty good movie. It was a pre- but Samuel Jackson, I think he made a cameo. He might have. Samuel Jackson's in everything. He's in everything. Even and if he's you amazing. don't know, he's there. He's yeah, there. Listen, yeah, my yeah. favorite line ever. Actually, I can't even quote it because I'm going to fuck it up. Uh, <laughs> I dare you. I double dare you, motherfucker. What did he say? What did he say? <laughs> what did he say while the guy was eating the big kahuna burger? He said, I, I think he said, I double dog dare you. I double dog dare you. I think you. he said double dog. I, I think that's know. what it was. Yeah. Pope Fiction. Somebody look it up for us. Yeah. Let we us know. Let yeah. us know. I was actually <laughs> supposed to, I was supposed to give a shout out to, to whoever wrote the best comment yeah, on who, my picture. Who did you do? Oh my God. No. It was, hold on. Hold on. We got a lot of interaction on but that post. But it was post. so well, you, great. Yeah, oh, I'm on airplane mode. Oh. I got you next time. I promise. I'm a piece of shit. Curse me out. Curse me out. That's what's up. Well, thank you both for coming by. I really appreciate it. This won't be the last time. Um, my two lady super co-star host. Um, so with that being the case, this is the end of the episode. But thank you so much for coming back. Apologize for fucking up the SD card situation, <laughs> but I think this will turn out a little bit better if I have to. I thought he was about to say, say it. I apologize for the STD. Oh <laughs> shit! With that being like, the case, uh, real uh, spirit. Right on, on that note, uh, we're gonna go back to wait, 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 you can't end it like that. That <laughs> ends on the wrong turn. No, it was not. It's, it's just not possible. In there, it is in there. Real spit royale episode four. <laughs> 
Shout out to Canal Street. <laughs> Canal Street Radio <laughs> for letting us go through the record. Um, sponsored <laughs> by in a partnership with Listening Party. Make sure you follow them on Instagram uh, and Twitter at Listening Party. Um, and also um, at D Royale, Real Spit Royale on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you get at my YouTube channel. Subscribe to that bitch. We out. Woo. That was money. I hope my phone can't record. Can I get an out?